Hello, John. Hi, John. And welcome to anyone listening to the first episode, the perhaps the only episode, at the very least the kind of uh, proof of concept test yeah, episode yeah. of a new podcast called Oh, It's John. More or less, this is the show that's going to ask and hopefully answer the question of how dangerously thin a podcast concept can be. <laughs> but the idea behind this show is that my name is John and... My name is John. And we're just going to go from there. Yeah. We're going to kind of bro it up. We're going to talk about John's stuff. We're going to talk about the life of a John. Maybe you tuned in because you're curious about what it's all about to be a John. And I think that that's like a public service that we can provide. Yeah, it's, it's uh, quite a burden because there, there, there's, there's not that many of us. I, I think there used to be. Yeah. And now it feels like it's a name that's kind of fading. And, yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of Dakotas. I actually looked this up. Um, and the popularity of the name John, I don't know when it was at its uh, apex, but according to uh, the website, I'm sure this is an austere authority, according to the website babycenter.com, who collected data from 500,000 parents in 2017, John is the 46th most popular baby name from 2017. Uh, oh, really? I know. It's way down there. And what was number one? You know, ironically, number one is Jackson, which feels to me like... The sort of uh, 21st century kind of wishes it was John sort of name. Yeah, it's just, well, we don't, John's too old-fashioned, maybe. Right. We want, we want our kid to be hip and with it. If we are disappointed in that number, and I'm getting from you, John, that you are. I, I, I very much am, because I want to I, I uh, pass on the mantle. You, you might be surprised at some of the names that are higher up than John. This is what's happened. The name Aiden is number four, Caden is number six, and Jaden is number 13. Like... What's with the rhyming? If you're going to have kids with rhyming names, you better put them in a vaudeville uh, act or something. Yeah. Like, come on. Jonathan is 83. And I know we were talking about we're going to get into the name Jonathan probably at some point. But just to let you know that I do think at least that feels right, that if John is down at 46, that Jonathan should be should be down at 83. Yes, it's really interesting, though, because, um, you know, I, I am the fourth John Nagel in my family. And my grandfather, who was the junior, used to call me Jonathan. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's your own name. You're not a Jonathan, so why are you calling me Jonathan? This is a hot topic. You're jumping into some, yeah, pretty, some, I agree. some pretty hot talk right up front. But I will say this, people out there, when your name is John... People want to call you Jonathan. All the time. I think, I think they think it makes, you, it makes you sound more official or yeah, it makes yeah, you sound yeah. fancier. And okay, that's all right. But your own grandfather, who was presumably name, named John. His name is John. <laughs> What's going on there? Did he wish that he had the Nathan? I, he, he was a weird guy. I, yeah. I, I have no idea. But the, the thing is, though, you don't understand people who call us Jonathan. John was an apostle, okay? Not only was he an apostle, he was the beloved, okay? Oh, yeah. So, you know. It was actually kind of a, a big ego problem for me when I was a kid because whenever you look up what your name means. Yeah. With John, it's always like, it means God's gift, <laughs> gift of God, the beloved of God. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot to live up to. It is. It, it's, it's, I, I, feel the, I feel the weight every day. So you said you're the fourth. I'm the fourth. I'm the third. You're the third. Yes. What's the full name? John Joseph Nagel the fourth. John Joseph Nagel. So they stuck you with Joseph too, just in case. Just in case the John thing didn't work out. <laughs> so how do you feel about being a fourth? Um, it's great, but like the thing is, like there's a lot of pressure to pass on, to make a fifth, and it's like <laughs> at this point, 
Um, I don't know, man. Well, I, being the third, always grew up sort of thinking, okay, I guess if I have a kid and it's a boy, I'll name him John the Fourth, or maybe not. I don't know. And by the time I finally did have a son, I had decided, no, I'm not going to name him that. You're going to break the line? I'm going to break the line because my dad always would joke with me. I'm, by the way, my full name is John Milton Walker the Third. So it's got, it really sounds like there's some money oh, involved. That, that's awesome. Now, now J- the fourth really sounds like there's some money involved. Yeah, it sounds like we're, <laughs> we're like a duke. Of right. But no, we, like, are, we are poor Irish stock, ladies and gentlemen. So why pass that name down, uh, you know, in, unless it's a proud name? <laughs> <laughs> but my dad used to say to me, whenever I would talk about the fact that I was the third, he would say it was a failure of imagination on their part that they <laughs> had named me John the third. Now, my dad had sort of a self-deflating kind of wit, so it's possible that he was being... Facetious, and yeah. that isn't linked to anything. But he always said that to me, and so when we had a son, my wife and I, I, I said, she said, do you think you should name him the fourth? And I was just like, no, my dad doesn't even want me to do that, you know. And then after my dad died, my mom said to me, it broke your father's heart that you didn't name Henry John the fourth. And I kind of cried foul. I was like, it may be that I was wrong, you know, that the, yeah. the small window I had into it, that he went home and he was very upset. But what I thought was this was a case of in someone's passing, the spouse gets to sort of write a little bit of history yeah. about what that person felt about it, things. It's revisionism. And I thought maybe she was hurt that I had not named my son uh, after myself or the family name. Um, and I thought, okay, so maybe it bothered her and she was kind of projecting on my dad because I thought I had a pretty frank and like sincere behind closed doors confession from my dad when he said, no, don't, don't do that. But it's possible that he was saying that to, to me to, to feel cool or yeah. something and then went home. You, you never know. <laughs> you, you never know. I want to mention this to you too, because this is a way that I've failed. Because uh, I named this boy Henry. Uh, Henry is number 35 on the list that we're 46 on. So it's sort of like oh. I, I had a chance. No, no, at, at hurting the the Henry stats and bringing up the John stats, I'm gonna have to. Probably, no, talk to no, I know I'm upset, John. Yeah. <laughs> how how would Henry feel about changing his name at ten years old? I bet I could sell him on it. You know, maybe uh, maybe I will. Uh, if we do any more episodes of this, maybe it will track my progress <laughs> trying to get my son to change his name. Yeah, that, that sounds good. But as far as that goes. Um, you know, I did think Henry was a similarly sort of old-fashioned name when I chose that name. And I'm kind of surprised that now it's the 35th most popular name, but I shouldn't be surprised because after we named our son that, that I felt like Henry started popping up. I feel like it's one of those names. Oliver is another one where you... Oh, yeah, Oliver is now huge again. Mm -hmm. For a while there, it wasn't. Yeah. And then, but wow, it's all of a sudden very old. It means for a year or two, you feel like you're doing something cool when you name your kid one of these old-fashioned names. And yeah. then you realize everybody's thinking the same thing. Like, not everybody necessarily, but there's a certain naming convention where people say, I want it to be a strong name that's recognizable, but I also don't want it to be one of five well, in the like, class. I, w- I want Phyllis to make a comeback. You know what I mean? Yeah, Phyllis is a good one. Phyllis is one of those uh, old... Uh, I hate to use this nomenclature, but like sort of tough old broad names. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean that as a compliment, but I, I'm I, sure I that's just, not. I, the... just want, I just want a six year old girl to be like, wow, Phyllis will get stuff done. What are some other good like five or six year old girl names? I think like Bernice would be nice on a, <laughs> yeah. on a first grade. Oh, Bernice, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Gertrude. Gertrude. I feel like Gertrude is almost on the line. That's like near, that's like a cousin of Astrid, oh. which is the sort of name that kind of does. Oh, Astrid pops up now. Yeah, and Astrid is, is very, yeah. very But posh. see, like, if you name your kid Astrid, you know, like, 
she's gonna grow up to be wearing all black and like smoking cigarettes and listening to like Dizzy Gillespie and right. doing abstract painting. So in other words, t- it's totally awesome. To it's totally that. awesome. <laughs> yeah. The girl, the, the teen girl that you just described is so much cooler than I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so Nagel is what? What is the derivation of that name? Do you know? Basically, all the Europe's Irish, Welsh, German. French. Yeah, my um, lineage, Walker, is a Scottish name. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done the genealogy thing. It's so disinteresting if you're a, a, a white man. It really when, is. When you like get the genealogy back and it's like, oh, Scottish with a dash of English, <laughs> maybe some French, you know, and you're sort of like, okay, so a perfect storm of people who sunburn. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's the only trait I have. So have you ever thought of changing your name given that you are, and I guess we, if anyone's listening to this and they have no idea who we are, we've done a terrible job of explaining that. You are a stand-up comic. And you, you um, write? Stand-up comic, writer, uh, yeah, that's basically what I do. So have you ever thought changing your name because John is such a common name or like in showbiz or whatever? Well, I mean, I... I or is I, Nagel an interesting enough name? I, I like my name, but like when I was uh, 16, I was obsessed with hair bands and stuff. And nothing has changed, by the way. <laughs> so I came up with this rock star name. Johnny Toxic. Ah, yes. Where I just was like, well, that's just, it makes me sound way cooler and dangerous mm-hmm. and sleazy. So now, like, my, my friends, like, when, the, when I'm, like, out partying or whatever, they're like, oh, man, Toxic's out tonight. But mm-hmm. nothing, nothing drastic. Well, it's interesting that you talk about Johnny Toxic because I think that Johnny was something that any John grows up maybe wrestling with and maybe battling with Johnny as a concept. And then I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I think most Johns, if if I'm common, and I like to assume everyone's experience is identical to mine. Yeah. It's it's part of being a straight white man in America. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, dude, you're above me because you're able-bodied. So, like, I'm only three-quarters white man. I definitely grew up thinking that Johnny was, like, some dumb guy, like, hey, Johnny. You know, I didn't want to be Johnny. Yeah. And then finally one day I had a boss. I was in my mid-20s. I had a boss who was one of the nicest, most warm-hearted guys in the world, and he, he called me Johnny. It just finally clicked that, no, people mean it in a nice way. Yeah. When someone calls yeah. you Johnny, they are actually being like, hey, Johnny. Yeah, you know, yeah. There he is. <laughs> it's not like someone who wants to be called Andrew, and you're choosing to call them Andy. Yeah. Which feels much more of an affront. No, no, a- Andy. Like, if you, if you say to someone... My name is Andrew, and they call you Andy. That's like, I'm punching with the face. So you right just now. decided I'm a different person. You, you, you just put a, a propeller beanie on my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take this lolly, son. Yeah. But like with Johnny, it's like, hey, there's Johnny. He's a, yeah. good, he's a good guy. Right. Johnny, he's a solid guy. He's a good fellow. But for me, when I, and here's how I managed to somehow become more uh, earthy and also embrace Johnny, but still be pretentious. Um, which was that I embraced, because I do have uh, Corsican ancestry. I, I, on my mother's side, I have Corsican ancestry, not on the Walker side. But the Zuccarella family, um, I was like, oh, Gianni. G-I-A-N-N-I. Oh, nice. So I went with Johnny W, spelled phonetically, G-I-A-N-N-I-D-U-B-Y-A. And of course, you know, that's great. That's, that's fun in art school. Anywhere else... You're just a pretentious ass fuck trying to explain to someone how to spell your your name, yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I became Johnny, but through the through the little window of like, oh, I feel like I have claim to this, and I now wonder is that cultural appropriation that I have that I use the Italian spelling without really any license to do that? Nah, I mean, if you have, if you have the ancestry, 
What's well, funny is that then George W. Bush came along and kind of ruined W. Like there were a lot of people who thought it was a political stance of mine when I was like, I'm Johnny W. And I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe if, if I just stick with it, I can weather this storm. And I did. You can take it back. Yes. I've want. reclaimed W. Good. Good. <laughs> He's had it for too long. But so nicknames, I guess that's a big thing. If your name is John, here's two things I think are true. One is that you've had to embrace Johnny, or at least deal with yeah. Johnny, what it represents. The other is you've had to deal with people calling you by your last name. Because there's so many friggin' Johns out there that people yeah, like to I mean, say, Hey, Walker. Yeah, yeah, and I, get, I do get that a lot. I get yeah. Nagel a lot, which is fine. Like, that's, that's cool. Like, if you call me Nagel, I'm like, well, I know, I know you're deep in the circle, if you will. <laughs> right. My, my deep circle. So, yeah, I mean, okay, but not as often as you might think. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting what the mission of this show might be. One is to just get John awareness up. Yeah, yes. And yes. then maybe to suggest to some of those parents out there that are, that are thinking of a, 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 an Aiden or a Caden or a Jaden or, God help me, a Grayson. Yeah. Maybe, maybe put that in the middle of their name where look, it belongs. Look, if you, if you were of kid making age, mm-hmm. please consider John. Have you ever had any unwanted nicknames? Not really. No? No. With the last name like Walker, you know, people working at an extremely low level, like in grade school, would say John Runner or something like that. But I mean, that's so... <laughs> yeah. That's so pushly. <laughs> yeah, you're not really trying. But the funny one is when someone just decides they've got an angle because they've got the first name. There was one guy that liked to call me Johnny Appleseed. And I don't really, you know... <laughs> wow. I, right. I, I've never gotten that, <laughs> which is good. Right. But like, where do you... Okay. <laughs> I should mention. <laughs> I guess it's. Insult. I was walking by the side of the road with overalls and no shirt, and I had a pot on my head, and oh, I was you, throwing apple seeds. Oh, you, oh, you were. So, yeah, that might be. See, that might be it. What are some other things that maybe we haven't touched on? When you want to name a cat, you want it to be one syllable so you know what it is. Mm-hmm. That's like with our name. Oh, my gosh. There's no thinking about it. Okay. You like just... Grayson, that's two syllables. If, if you name a cat Grayson, you're an asshole. Yeah. But if you name a cat John, I think that's. I think you're kind of an innovator. Think about that. There aren't. There aren't that many. There are. I think the the person name for the for the pet. It's out there. People. Are it's doing definitely that. out there. I don't hear that many people naming their animals like a classic name like John. Yeah, yeah. You know, this could be our window into this. If we somehow. I mean, if we can get cats counted uh, by babycenter.com. <laughs> and it can be done. Here's a multi-step plan. Get cats counted at babycenter.com. We'll get on that. Get listeners of this show who, I'm just thinking if you're listening to podcasts, you might be a cat person. You know what I mean? There yeah. May, <laughs> there I can there may be a, a Venn diagram there. I, I think so. So people that sit around listening to podcasts and stroking a cat on their lap, you know you're going to get another cat sooner or later. Just go ahead and make a pledge. But like like maybe, maybe you're saying to yourself, John and John, I, 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 hear your, I hear your mission, but I don't want to have kids. Well... You know, but you you want another cat? Yeah, People absolutely. People call want cats cat. their fur babies. You know you want another cat. You know you want another cat. I want another cat. Come on, Gertrude. You know yeah. you want another cat. Come on, Esther. <laughs> Come on. I mean, if honestly, if next year John is above 46 on this ranking, I think we'll know that we did something here. We'll have a party. But I want... They can put an asterisk on there if a certain number of those are cats. I don't mind that. But I still think that the, the, the ranking would stand. You know? I, I do t- completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 
Come on, we don't want any more Graysons. I'm not even sure that's a name, John. I I don't think unless it's unless it's a a ward. You know, you're right. That's a great name for a ward. You don't name somebody Grayson. No. You wait until a Grayson comes into your life, and yeah. then you take yes. care of them. Yes, I mean yeah. a, a family of um, trapeze artists. To be specific. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You wait until that orphan comes into your life, and then you every day endanger their life anew. By bringing them out on nighttime missions. And even though, like, you have a thermal suit that's, like, bulletproof, you're, like, you're going to wear these green Peter Pan short shorts that provide your legs no protection. They're, they're like butt shorts. They, they really are. <laughs> so get that orphan, put him in some green butt shorts, take him out every night, play with your gadgets. That's Grayson. Yeah, that, that's a good, that's a solid Grayson. Bringing a child into the world, making plans for them, wanting them to do great things, directing them towards the, the, the goals that you think are worthwhile, that is a John. And I'm yeah, saying yeah, even, yeah. boy or girl. It, it doesn't matter. It, it could work out. Whatever. And also, J- Johnny could also be a female nickname as well. It is. With, with the IE. You know, there's probably like Jones out there that might feel like they're pretty close to a John. Yeah. Um, they might know. I don't even know if that name has the same origin. We need to get into, you know, folks, well, if you I mean, stick around and we do more episodes, we're going to get into name origins. And, and we're I gonna, just feel it. And we're going to talk about Tom Crawford eventually because I can't <laughs> go 30 seconds without. That sounds like an episode. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just such a cool era of our history that no one thinks about anymore. And it's like our entire pop culture universe exists because of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just think it's something that it's, once people are, and once people get into it, they just can't get enough of it. Well, no, it's, it's true so, because there's so much, it's like legend at this point. I mean, it, it's so insane. You're yeah. like, oh, but it happened. Oh, it did happen. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that Hollywood got all their shit together and everything's working oh, everything's like well over the machine now. Everything right now. Everything's fine now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So yeah, what was the most interesting thing you've learned about Joan Crawford recently? Like, is so, there anything? So um, I'm, I'm reading this book about her, and I've, re- I've read several books about her. And she, she, had, so she was a um, executive at Pepsi Cola mm-hmm. in the mid to late fifties because her husband was the CEO and passed away. So she took his spot, and uh, she had a tour writer for when she was making promotional appearances. And at the end, it basically says. Everyone knows that Joan Crawford is the a star of the highest order, so you must treat her as such. And I'm just like, I love the fact that someone actually had someone write out, I am awesome. You will treat me. Right. Because I am above you. We're like, who, who does that anymore? No one. <laughs> Sorry, Kim Kardashian. Joan Crawford's like way cooler than you. I wonder who I would ever take that seriously about if I saw something that said, you know, by the way... Don't forget, this person is a star of the highest order, and you'll treat no, them with but, but, respect. But, but Joe Crawford, I'd be like, oh, oh yes, oh, yeah. definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. <laughs> now, there is something to be said for um, uh, just how larger than life those personalities seem to us by yes. our standards now, you know? Like, people nowadays, are they do seem relatively boring. Well, I mean, I was... I, so, I, I mentioned this the other day. I was... Um, getting ready for work and the Today Show was on and Burt Reynolds was promoting something and he was wearing a black velvet jacket with red satin lapels. <laughs> and I'm just like, my God. 
they just don't make up like that anymore. <laughs> and like, I was like, I'm going to, so I rented Smokey and the Bandit simply because I saw him mm-hmm. in that jacket. Like, well, he, I need to give him some money. <laughs> <laughs> Had you not seen Smokey and the Bandit before? Not in, in, in a very, very, very long time. Because I feel like to me, that was the, uh, one of those HBO Staples. When I was growing up, that yeah. was on all the time. I, various, you know, the various two or three movies. I didn't were. get HBO until I was an adult. Yeah. So like, by the time that movie wasn't being shown on HBO every thirty seconds, mm-hmm. that was the days before HBO had uh, all the all the real programming that they. So now it really was like they were just trying to fill time. Yeah, you're not going to see meatballs on there right. anymore. Right. Right. Which is a sh- three times a day. Which is a travesty because <laughs> yes. I, I more, more I think today's children, well, like Henry, should be seeing meatballs three times a day. You know, I'll have to watch it again, but I think most of those classics from that era, we've we've had fun watching. Have 80s you watched? Comedies have you watched the Holy uh, Trilogy of male comedy? Uh he's seen Ghostbusters. Is that well, one of them? <laughs> well, Airplane. Okay. Caddyshack. No, he has not seen those. Animal House. At, at ten, he might be a little too young yeah. for me to show him those. Well, actually, I saw I saw Animal House when I was uh, when I was ten because mm-hmm. my my dad my mom went out for the evening and and my dad said, um, "We're going to watch Animal House, and you're <laughs> not going to tell your mother." <laughs> and we didn't. So I guess I just gave it away. Yeah. Does she? Does she? Do you think she'll listen? I, I, I don't, she doesn't know how podcasts work. <laughs> then we're good. We're good, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's interesting. I do think dads, you know, maybe it's not always the dad, but I hear a lot of stories about dads taking somebody to see a particular movie or showing them something, and you you feel like on some level that's sharing it with your kid, but on another level, there's a certain amount of laziness involved in just saying, look, I want to see this movie, <laughs> and I'm, I'm tired of having to wait <laughs> well, like, I know, and, and, like, when I was a kid, I used to like to go to the record store with my dad because mm-hmm. he was a very good dad, he was very aware and very involved, but, like, when it came to pop culture, he did not keep an eye on it like my mom did, so mm-hmm. I could buy, like, oh, can I buy this uh, Easy e record? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want this, uh... Dr. Dre record with the huge pot leaf on the front. Okay. <laughs> Where's my mom? Be like, oh no, nope, nope. It's yeah. got a sticker, you know. I remember sitting in the car on the way to school when something I had bought this Robin Hitchcock song, where I think he says, "If I was man enough, I'd come on your stump." I remember being in the car with my dad and that lyric coming on, and him kind of being like, "What is? What is he singing about? What is this?" And not really knowing, like, normally you have this sort of, oh, he's talking about, he said, bitch, he was talking about a dog, or, you know, whatever. But with, like, if I was man enough, I'd come on your stump. I wasn't quite sure what that lyric meant, so I couldn't really explain it very well. And I don't remember what I said, but I remember after that, my dad, it seemed like, rather than get, like, dig in and start watching what I was bringing into the house, he kind of, after a few of those, he just sort of was like, I'm not going to question. Like, I don't need to know what these are because it seems like just a stray lyric and the kid doesn't seem to really know what it's about. So I'm not going to... But maybe don't bring that tape in the car in the morning. My favorite my favorite story is uh, I was... So I went to the record store one day and I, and I bought an album. And I, it was the first L.A. Guns album because mm-hmm. they were so popular with the kids in 2001. 
Um, they weren't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so Dad's like, oh, let's just pop it on. And it comes on, and the first song plays, and um, it fades out. And he turns it down, and he turns to me, and he goes, dead serious, John, was that song called Sex Action? And I'm like, maybe? <laughs> and he's like, well, just don't tell your mom. Right. So that was like the one time where he was like, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. Was that song called Sex Action? It was. <laughs> and it's a great song. Are the lyrics particularly, you know, naughty? Or is it just the I mean, concept it, of a sex action? It's, it's, you know, about as subtle as a club to the head. Right. Like they literally say, talk about love. Talk about sex action. <laughs> Because, you know, they're not clever. No, most rock lyrics are really not meant to be given a dramatic reading. Unless you're Elvis Costello. Like. Right. In which case, a lot of times, yeah, the great thing with Elvis Costello lyrics is uh, the sort of the grammatical correctness. You know, if you oh. read them sometimes and you realize, oh, that's a sentence that starts here and ends here. I've had so many phases of being deeply into him. Every time I think I've kind of gotten past it. I'll read a lyric or I'll hear a song again, and like a, a detail that tells you something about a character and take, doesn't yeah. take the song out of being a generalized song about breaking up or love or whatever, yeah. but is specific enough that it turns it into this little work of microfiction. You know, I think that is such a gift that he just knows how to spin a tale. He goes beyond, like, I think that's why he has survived longer than... His ilk, the Graham Parkers, the uh, Joe Jacksons mm -hmm. of the angry young man thing is like he goes beyond anger to be like, well, I'm just as vulnerable and wrong too. Mm -hmm. Like, and every I I go through the same way. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over it. I was gonna sell it, and then I put on like this year's model or Armed Forces or Imperial Bedroom, and I'm like, <laughs> nope, I haven't even parsed yeah, it yet. Nope. Sorry, you're, a real, you're really good at this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we got sidetracked talking about a guy whose name is not only not John, it's way off the reservation. And it's not even Elvis. It's not even Elvis, but Declan is Declan. a... Declan. McManus. Is, yeah. Is it Aloysius? Declan I think Aloysius so. Aloysius McManus? Yeah. See, that's funny because nowadays I feel like if you were named Declan Al Aloysius McManus, just print that on the cover of an indie album and... You've already like you've already sold like it. a million girls with cat eye glasses <laughs> right. and like that dress like Blossom for no yeah. reason. <laughs> Have you noticed that like you go to the mall or whatever and all these kids are dressed up like in 1991? I've been very shocked, not shocked. Well, surprised is a better word for it. Mildly startled by the fact that not that 90s is back, but that it's so recognizable as 90s. How 90s it feels. Because yeah. I, was, I was born in 73, so to me, in the mid-90s, I was sort of... I feel like I'm definitely a child of the 80s, but I was still... Yeah. I was still a child, so to speak. I was still a young man in the 90s. And so it's funny to me to see how, like, throwbacks to 90s stuff, 90s music, 90s action movies... And I didn't realize it was such a thing until you see someone throw back to it, and you go, so oh, yeah. So, like, you're... Because I was in, born in 85, so okay. like that's, like, my... I hate the term '90s kid," but yeah. I was in um, I was in a Martin Noble once, and I was at the cafe reading, and I there were the table across from me, two kids, sixteen, seventeen. The girl had the blossom hat, the Janet Jackson sort of halter thing going on. Mm -hmm. 
the kid had like a high top fade with like a Kwame polka dot shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I was unironically wearing a Skid Row shirt. <laughs> and uh, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince was on the PA. And like, if not for like the iPhones. Right. Like, we are in 1991. That was a period piece. It was a period piece. <laughs> like, the Apple Store is basically just Jackrabbit Slims from Pulp Fiction, but in 1994. But yeah. It's funny when you notice something like that, though. When you, and you kind of think, okay, did somebody type 90s into the simulation? Yeah, it's... <laughs> and this just, this no, moment it came just, up? It was just bizarre, because I'm like, these kids... They didn't... They don't know where that hat comes from. Well, that is interesting when the fashion comes back, but the... But you know, Blossom's not back. No, as far Blossom as I know. is not back. Right, but 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 her hat is back. She, her hat is back. The Doc Martens are back. They are always a good decision. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw that out there. Those and Chucks. I have cerebral palsy, so I I used to wear leg braces, and uh, Chucks were the only shoes that would fit over them, mm. and I hated them because all my friends had LA Gear and British Knights and the cooler shoes mm-hmm. and now it's like no tucks are awesome anything but the thing that you feel like you have to wear you know anything yeah. but the thing that you feel like if you feel like you've got limited options i think especially when you're a kid that's just yeah. so insulting to think that you are limited by that you know yeah it was just like but the but those kids light up mm-hmm. right you know and you know mine are like okay See, when I was a kid, they didn't light up yet, but they had little pouches on them and stuff, and it would always be like... The ruse? I, yes. I want the, the ones with the zipper pouch that you can put a nickel in. <laughs> the ruse? Uh, shoes for your feet, pockets for your stuff? Yep. Um, That's brilliant. So, fun fact. They, for a while, when um, World Championship Wrestling was going through money woes, they were sponsored by ruse. And for a while, they had it in their contract that all the wrestlers had to wear ruse. Oh, really? In the ring, which was a horrible idea because you could break your ankle that way. They they weren't great looking shoes either. So. No, I remember. I mean, I really think the the zipper pocket was the stroke <laughs> of genius because otherwise they they were kind of clunky looking tennis shoes. Where were you going to put that um, fun size Snicker bar? <laughs> if not, would they even fit that? Or I don't think. Even? I don't even think. Not the fun size. I don't even think the little Snickers. The the the, the bite size. Yeah, uh, the bite size would fit in there. It was literally like big enough to stick a, a, a couple of quarters in. Because I've never actually seen a pair. Yeah. Like, no, it was like a flat zipper pouch so you could slide something down into it but you couldn't if you put anything you just would have had chocolate soup in there if you if you put a, a, a <laughs> or, uh, snickers well okay so maybe like two quarters a hearing aid battery yeah that's it i guess right which is really helping you out right no yeah <laughs> <laughs> shoot if only i had i'm i don't have 50 cents oh wait like if you were at a 7-eleven or something and like went into your shoe to get two quarters like You'd be killed. They had. They must have accidentally mm-hmm. sewn a bunch of pockets onto some shoes, and then been like, "Let's see if we can sell these." I you mean, they, they were based in Cleveland, not exactly the fashion capital of the world. See, folks, this is just an example of the kind of topics we can get into that aren't the stated purpose of the show. But if you were wondering what we thought of Elvis Costello, now you know. If you're wondering what we thought of Ruse, now you know. If you don't know about Ruse, now you know. Look them up. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention to you is we didn't really get into the name John having other other uses. 
in our culture. There's like the Dear John letter, the famous Dear John letter. Toilets. Toilets. You might, if you're named John, start a day by saying... I'm not a toilet. I'm not a toilet. Or, are you a toilet? No, I'm not a toilet. No, no, I'm not a toilet. Do you frequent a prostitute? No. No, I don't frequent a prostitute. If you are a toilet and you do frequent a prostitute, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it's a nice way to start the day. We're not, we're not, this is not a judgmental podcast. No, it's not a judgmental podcast. Most Johns are good, solid, hardworking, steelworking people. Yes, (laughs) most Johns do work with steel. Coal mining, Mm -hmm. all the jobs... Before we started recording this, what did you say when I said, do you mind if I come over early and work a little steel with you? You said, sounds great. Absolutely. You said most Johns, and I think it is important. There's some shitty Johns out there. You know, John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy is one of the first that comes to your mind. Might be one of the reasons why people are saying, I'm going with a a Jaden or a Caden. Yeah, I mean, like, if I name my kid John, another guy, another kid named John might end up in a crawl space. You got to raise your Johns with a firm hand, but a kind heart. Yep, I agree. Yeah. You know, be there for them. Right. But if they start murdering drifters, yeah. you nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud right away. Well, we have reached the close of the episode where we would maybe give people some information about where to find us online or, or if they are wanting more of this, wanting to hear more yeah. of what we have to say <laughs> for some strange reason. That's when I throw to you. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Um, you can check me out on Medium. Um, I'm right about... Disabled stuff and old Hollywood stuff and t-shirt stuff. Uh, I'm John Walker. You can catch me on uh, another podcast called Movie Schmovie. You can hear my music on soundcloud.com slash sci-fi. That's S-I-G-H-F-I-G-H. And you can find me on Twitter at Gianni W. That's G-I-A-N-N-I-D-U-B-Y-A. See, I have to spell it. It's yeah, such, yeah. A, such a mistake. And if you have anything you want to address specifically to this show, you can write us at ohitsjohncast at gmail. Com. We have a we have an email site. Yes. So it's, a, it's so official, guys. It's official. There's gonna be more. Yeah, there has to be something more. So I would say write in. You know, if you thought this was the stupidest thing <laughs> you've ever listened to, let us know. If you have suggestions, if your name's John. But, but also, if you think it's the stupidest thing you've ever listened to, you're not only discriminating against John, you're discriminating against the disabled. You don't want to be that kind of an asshole, no, you do don't. you, folks? you don't. And you, if you could see John, he's such a nice young man. You really I, don't want to break this I guy's have, heart. I have so few outlets, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we need a sign-off? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll think of one. Yeah. Until next time, we'll think of a sign-off. Yeah, thanks, dude. Oh, sure, man. Thanks, it was fun. If I was mine enough, I'd come on your stump. If I was mine enough, I'd come on your stump. Don't you know, this is the home.